Magic 94.9. I'm here talking with Dr. Koulianos from uh, My Pet Animal Hospital in Palm Harbor. Doctor, how are you? Thank you for being on. Good. Good morning. Pleasure to be on. Well, I know so many pet owners have so many questions that I've kind of compiled here for you, but tell me a little bit about your practice, if you would, and how things have changed now that we have a global pandemic going on. You're doing more virtual um, Skype and FaceTime and things like that, I heard. My practice, Trinity Veterinary Relief, it's a it's a developing virtual practice. It's an extension of uh, several clinics in the Palm Harbor area. You mentioned My Pet Animal Hospital in the East Lake area, but also Animal and Bird Medical Center in Palm Harbor in the fountains. And so... What we're doing virtually, and this is um, a a developing field, um, generally telemedicine for pets in Florida has um, not really gone um, full scale. Um, It's been something that's been discussed for quite a while, but now as a special circumstance under the pandemic, we're allowed to do service to our existing clients uh, through offering telemedicine. And so that's what we're doing through Trinity Veterinary Relief. The practices that I mentioned are are, are open. but what we try to uh, steer towards is um, only having people with, um, you know, emergent critical issues going to the hospitals. Sure. Uh, and then other more routine things uh, we, we handle virtually. And that's what I'm doing uh, through this service. So do you think that once we're kind of back to some sort of normal, um, do you think that will continue? Do you think the virtual practice will be something that people go to more often now? I hope so. It's been a debate among the state board uh, for a while and um, obviously this brings it um, much more to the forefront people see the value of uh, of the service it'll be allowed it is um, being offered already in some states just not in Florida oh, okay so I'm uh, yeah I'm hoping that this will like many things post uh, corona yeah. COVID 19 things will will change and kind of reach a new normal there's a lot of uh, stress and anxiety and, and kind of bad experiences that are coming out of this but I think everyone's learning a lot of new lessons and we're evolving forward um, for the better all the way around wow we you know we sure are there are so many lessons being learned right now and uh, different ways of doing things I mean we've all kind of been thrown into this and I know our pets have also been thrown into this because a lot of people have been talking about that and posting things on Facebook and so social media. And now all of a sudden, their their dogs or cats that maybe were um, going to doggy daycare or used to just being at home alone, all of a sudden, their humans are are home with them all the time. And I really, you know, we kind of joke about it. And, and people post pictures and things like that, that they're, you know, their dogs, their new coworker or something. But how does this really affect a dog, a cat or any other animal uh, that we have as pets? It really works both ways. Because like you said, um, like us, they have their routine. Some animals are very social, and so, you know, they will benefit a lot. You know, if we just look out your window, I know at least in my neighborhood, there's a lot more dog walking going on. Yes. Take a shift. Dads take a shift, the moms take a shift, everyone, you know, who's, who's not working or working from home has a lot more time to go out for walks. And so for, for a dog like a Lab or a Golden, very social breed, that's, that's a great plus. For some breeds, especially with cats, um, and also some birds that maybe don't like all the attention and certainly some of the stress that's going on in, in, in homes um, on a daily basis so that can affect them to certain behavior things like over grooming, feather picking, um, hiding. Uh, cats can sometimes get a little bit more um, uh, standoffish or temperamental. So it, it affects them uh, both ways um, for the good and the bad. If, you, if you're going to have an anxiety issue with, with a, a pet, I would think more for a cat or a bird. Mm-hmm. 
So I would look for things like feather picking, over grooming, hair loss, those types of things, especially in a cat. What about like um, separation anxiety once people do start to leave the house more and go back to work? What does that do to a pet? Because, I mean, here they were in their routine for, for many months or even years. Now all of a sudden we're home all the time and then we're going to be gone. Well, you know, so that's a whole other area. I mean, um, it definitely everyone's going to come up with the new normal and um, leaving them now with more time alone after we're, we're done and, and hopefully getting back to work can definitely leave them with separation anxiety. So um, that's something that um, we kind of have to play by ear once it happens. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not a guarantee that it will happen. Um, they're pretty resilient. So it, 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 there's a small population that w- may have to get used to being alone again. Oh. I, I would bet the transition is going to be slow enough to where people and pets will transition. I mean, I, I, I doubt it will be such a black and white thing where we'll, we'll all be suddenly at work back yes. to normal again. So, yeah, it's a possibility, but um, we, you know, we'll, we'll just have to kind of ease into that as it happens. You really, you want to give them enough space to be on their own. What we do kind of instinctively is to always kind of run to them and, and reassure them, tell them it'll be okay. But the idea is sometimes that sets them up for failure. So what you want to do is, is spend a little bit more time with them, but also give them things to keep themselves busy. So with, with cats, that's a matter of play toys. <clears throat> with dogs, that can be um, just quiet time, giving them a chew bone or a Kong toy to chew on, something mm-hmm. to distract them away from you. You don't want to create dependence while you're home. So yes, we're naturally spending more time with them, but also you want to give them uh, activities to where they're uh, not completely dependent on us and they're still depending on themselves. And, and if there's more than one pet in the house, depending on each other for company. What and if, that'll lessen the, the change when we go back to work. What about um, animals gaining weight with us home? Because they're getting maybe more treats and more, well, they're probably taking more walks at the same time. Would you give anybody a pet owner advice on that? Um, definitely. We just had that conversation in our own household last night. And, <laughs> uh, our border collie, I think, has at least gained five or six pounds in the past couple of weeks. Um, so the idea is still try to keep the feeding regimen as close as possible to routine. Um, again, when we're home, we're there's always at least one person in the house that's willing to, to toss a little bit of scraps here and there to the dog right. or to the cat to feed a little extra. And it, it doesn't take much. I mean, what we have to realize is a, a, a one-inch cube of cheese, we, we kind of use that standard for most medium-sized dogs. is like us eating an entire pizza. Wow. Really? Yeah. So if, yeah. So if it's a little cheese here, a little eggs at breakfast, a little, you know, bit of scraps for dinner, you know, that's imagine eating three square meals and then having pizza and chocolate cake on top of that wow. every single day. Yeah. Yes, they're getting a little bit more exercise, but really try to keep the feeding routine regimented. Okay. Uh, and really try to limit the table foods and the extra scraps. The other question that a lot of people have been asking directly to do with the coronavirus, if you're out on a walk and the neighbor has a long leash for their dog and the dog comes up to you, should you be petting their dog? Do you want other people petting your dog? Can these animals transfer coronavirus? I mean, how how careful do we need to be when we're outside, uh, even if we're social distancing with the, the people? What about the yeah, animals? That's a fantastic question. And the short, very um, blunt answer is no. You should not be petting other dogs uh, at, nor should you really allow anyone to, to pet yours. Okay. 
Um, the more complicated answer, there's three tiers to the issue. One is um, what you brought up. It, we've seen with the dogs in Hong Kong and, and um, a cat recently that was um, diagnosed. Cats and, and pets in general in households with people that are sick uh, and have the virus, um, they are exposed to the virus and then they can carry the virus on their coat. Now, we don't know how long. You know, we know in plastics, we say a few days and some right. surfaces, three days, some, sometimes hours, wow. depending on the surface. So we don't know exactly how long, but the answer is yes, they can carry it and, and spread it. So if you're petting a stray dog or, I mean, a, just at a dog park or off a neighborhood walk, you really don't know who that dog has been in contact with. I mean, again, we have asymptomatic carriers with people. So for a period of time, you could be picking up virus from the coat if you pet the other animal. So that's very important to, to be aware of. The second level is there, there are coronaviruses that people and dogs and cats and cattle, other animals are exposed to and that they have. This COVID-19 is a mutation of that. So to some degree, we're finding the tiger, the Bronx Zoo, and the animals I mentioned before right. is that in some cases, the virus can set up shop within that host, within that animal. And make them sick to a degree. And that's what we're seeing in these rare cases. Now, they're rare cases, but we still have to be careful. Sure. Third, deeper level of that, the more serious issue of that is then can that infected animal harbor enough virus and can that virus take enough advantage of that immune system to then turn around and replicate enough to where that animal can then turn that infection back to a human? Now, that has not been proven yet. But again, that's that's a level of that we have to be careful of. Mm -hmm. um, we have not seen that it spreads directly back from dogs or cats or tigers to people, but the potential may be there. So the message is we don't want people to now turn around and and put out an otherwise indoor dog or cat and turn them into an outdoor pet from fear of catching the virus. That we do not want to have happen. Mm -hmm. But the dogs and cats, uh, ferrets, do not inherently create this virus. So they can't, if they haven't been too exposed from another person, they're not going to turn around and give it to you. But the idea is we have to be careful. We have to be careful with animals that we don't know, even animals that we don't know, even around our neighborhood, because we don't know where they've been. Dr. Kulianos, so, this is this is fantastic information. And I mean, we're, this is obviously, like you said, we're learning a lot. This is unprecedented. Um, there's probably a lot more information that we're going to find out about in the next several months to several years about this virus and viruses like this. So, this information so so invaluable. Thank you so much for your time today. This was great. You're welcome, and I'm happy to keep you updated as things happen. Again, the virtual line is there. Uh, if anyone uh, has any questions, we're we're happy to help, and I can give that information. Do you have a website you'd like to point people to, or a phone number? The website's in development right now because it's all very new. But the telephone number is seven two seven nine four seven two one three four. Uh, anyone who has a question and would like to set up an appointment can uh, certainly leave a message or send a text with their contact information, and we'll be happy to get back in touch with them. Dr. Kulianos, you're great. Thank you so much for all of that. We really appreciate you being on today. Thank you. It's my pleasure.